get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Nobody does a better job of covering golf than ESPN.com's Bob Herrig, and he has been extremely busy, as you might imagine, over the last... Uh, 20 hours or so. Well, with the Tiger, but Bob, sorry, Bob, kind enough to join us for a few minutes here in St. Louis on 101 ESPN. And Bob, I want to start by saying this. Thank you very, very much because I know that you were up late last night. If you got any sleep at all, you didn't get much. So we really do appreciate you taking the time. Happy to do it. Thanks for having me. Bob, can you give us the latest information that you have on Tiger's condition? Yeah, it's basically what, um, you know, what his team reported at, uh, you know, actually about midnight your time last night, uh, which would have been 10 o'clock Pacific time after a long, long day, uh, obviously, you know, the surgery and everything. You know, it sounds like, uh, obviously, it's pretty serious. I mean, clearly he, um, you know, he's, he's probably fortunate to be alive. Uh, and there's a horrific accident, but, uh, in terms of the actual injuries, you know, there's some severe ones to his, certainly his right leg. Uh, that's what the doctor at the Harbor UCLA medical center said that, uh, you know, that, that, that he had multiple open fractures in his lower right leg and he needed, needed to have a rod placed in his tibia and screws and pins inserted in his foot and ankle. Um, you know, that's, uh, you know, certainly not a doctor, but I, I think we all could, could agree that that's something that's going to take some time for him to work through. And the others, you know, the statement didn't mention they had originally reported that there were some issues with his left leg. Um, he also was rehabbing a, a uh, lower back procedure from December. You wonder if it had any impact on that. Uh, so it's... Um, you know, it's it's a it's a tough one here, and when you see those photos of the of the car on its side, um, I guess the good thing to take out of it is that you know they did say he was responsive after the surgery. He was aware, and uh, you know those are those are good signs going forward. And Bob, we're people that cover sports, and one of the things that we wonder in a situation like this, once you get point where they they say okay, non life threatening injuries, a lot of us as sports fans wonder about playing, but then you you read and you hear about the severity of these injuries, and from a human perspective, you have to hope that Tiger's able to take walks with his kids, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, when he had the uh, uh, the spinal fusion surgery in 2017, uh, you know, there was a thought that that was a career-ending procedure. There was no guarantee he was going to come back from that. And, and obviously, look at what he did. But, but uh, many, many times he has said, you know, the first goal was to have a quality of life. You know, he was in such pain that, uh, um, you know, that uh, uh, he wondered if he could live comfortably, forget about the golf, the golf became a bonus. And I think that's the way we have to look at this going forward. You know, it's, it's first going to be about getting back to life, getting back to living properly, being able to function. You know, I just, I just cringe at the thought that, you know, he's not going to be able to play golf with his son this summer. That is something that they had, you know, really ramped up last year, which is why his son Charlie became pretty darn good. 
and that's going to be missing, you know, and, and obviously he's going to want to get back to that. Uh, the actual competitive golf seems like such a, it's, it, it's just you know, almost impossible to wrap your arms around where that stands. I mean, if that's even possible, uh, you know, I, I think we need to learn so much more. I mean, if there's any chance, certainly Tiger's got that mental makeup to want to make it happen, but he's also 45 years old. He's at a point in where it was becoming difficult for him to compete anyway. And, uh, you know, now you're, you add this in on top of everything else and you're looking at being 46 next year. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's quite the challenge. And, uh, you know, I, I guess, I guess the way I would frame that is, is let's hope we have that to talk about. Right. And Bob, I've been mentioning all morning, even if you don't swing a club walking 18 holes of a golf course four days in a row is difficult in and of itself for a guy that's 45, 46 years old that before the crash, he, he, the things that he had endured. So uh, I, I just wonder if that part of it, just being able to walk a course four days in a row is something that's going to be doable for him. <laughs> yeah, it's a great question. I mean, you know, walking has not been the easiest thing for him to do with the back problems, walking that much, you know, it, uh, it, it, it takes its toll. Anybody who plays golf and doesn't ride a golf cart will will talk about the the lower back getting stiff towards the end of a round. Well, now throw in throw in the the leg issue. Listen, I don't want to compare it. It's it's different, but you know Ben Hogan in the in the late 1940s, a famous golfer, had a horrific car crash. His car hit a bus, and he was hospitalized for a long time. It took him more than a year to come back. And he had a remarkable comeback, but he, he played limited after that, very limited because the pain was too much for, for the walking. And he was much younger. I mean, he was probably, well, not much, but around late thirties at that time, 40 ish. And he, he ended up winning majors into his forties, but, but, uh, you know, it, it, it clearly curbed, uh, curbed, uh, his curtailed his career. Uh, and you know, Tiger's probably going to face the same thing if, if, if we can even get back to that point. Bob, if this is in fact the end of Tiger Woods' golf career, what does that mean for golf? Because even when he was battling back from injuries or had another surgery, even if he wasn't competing in a major, Tiger Woods was still a storyline. The story of his recovery and return and quest for for more wins was always a storyline and while there are stars in golf no one quite has the transcendent star power of tiger woods so if this is in fact the end what does it mean for golf yeah it's a great question i mean i think the game has been sort of agonizing over moving up from tiger for six to eight years frankly you know there's been this this thought of you know, there needs to be uh, built. You need to build an audience beyond Tiger. And that's easier said than done because he's just such a transformational figure. Um, guys like him don't come along, uh, but once a generation or so. I mean, there's a lot of great young players in golf. You know, Roy McIlroy, Bryson DeChambeau, uh, Ricky Fowler, uh, Jordan Spieth. Uh, Justin Thomas, Dustin Johnson, you know, these guys all have great stories. They're interesting. Uh, uh, there's, there's, there's a great things within the sport, 
But, I mean, it's asking a lot of them to step in and fill the void that Tiger has uh, carried here for so many years. The one thing I would say is that, really, for the last six years, Tiger has been very limited on the scene. Despite what you say about how we, he's still there in terms of what we talk about him, but I mean, he basically went 2016 and 2017 without playing. He didn't play much last year. And, you know, and the game does fine. It's just that when he's around, it just sends it through the stratosphere. It makes it brings it to a different level. So um, it's uh, it's a uh, it's a it's a difficult one that the game faces. But you know, it's it's dealt with that before with other stars: Jack Nicklaus, Arnold Palmer, Greg Norman, uh, Nick Faldo. It's always managed to survive just fine. It's just that you're talking about a guy who, you know, actually transcended golf, you know, and sports. He was popular beyond the sport. And, Bob, with, with that being the case, uh, it, it, if we presume that this transcending guy is not going to play anymore, and, hey, he's fooled us before. We saw him here in St. Louis at the PGA uh, three years ago, and it was unbelievable, and then we saw him win the Masters. But it, it seems like this would be difficult to come back from. I, I want to get your perspective as somebody who knows the sport intimately, because a lot of people yesterday were saying, greatest golfer ever, and I tend to fall on that side, but Jack Nicklaus is still there with the 18. Who's the best golfer ever? Yeah, well, listen, I could argue either side. You know, like if you put me in a debate class and asked me to argue one, I could argue either one very easily. Jack has the most majors. There's, you know, there's no, there's no questioning that. If you want to go by majors, Majors is it, right? He's got more. He's got three more than Tiger. He had 19 seconds in majors, which is incredible to think that he could have probably won 25. If you want to argue Tiger, you know, Tiger has uh, nine more PGA Tour wins. He teamed an eight World Golf Championship events, a, a tournament uh, concept that didn't, that didn't exist in Jack's day. Uh, but still, it's, they're, they're kind of like the next best thing to a major. And I think you can argue that Tiger played in tougher competition. You know, the game has gotten deeper and stronger over the years. It's getting it's deeper and stronger now than it was when Tiger was dominating at his best 20 years ago. So I think there's an argument to be made that Tiger's the best ever. I mean, if you don't just go by majors, I mean, winning 82 PGA Tour events, you know, there were more players winning more tournaments in Jack's day. You know, Billy Casper won 50, Arnold Palmer won 64, Hogan, who was before him, uh, actually, I think Hogan won 64, Palmer won 62. Uh, you, you know, uh, there, were, there were guys that won a lot of tournaments back then. In other words, that, that suggests there were less top guys than there are now. Nowadays, Dustin Johnson winning 24 PGA Tour events is incredible. You know, and I mean, anybody getting to 30 would be amazing. Phil Mickelson is 44. So, uh, you know, uh, VJ Singh, who's 58 years old now and really hasn't been competitive on the PGA Tour for a decade, uh, you know, won 34. Just not that many guys winning more than 30, and he won, he's won 82. Yeah, right. You know, so you can, I think you can argue either side of that. I, I, for me, it's hard to choose, but I, you know, I, I, I'm, I certainly don't have any issues with either side of that. 
Well, and, and as you told us, Bob, and as we've heard, he's lucky to be alive. Thank goodness these aren't life-threatening injuries for Tiger Woods, and we'll still be able to see him, at least if he's not playing at the Masters and other tournaments, he can still be a, a part of our lives when he comes back and he's at least available to get out in public again. Hey, great work on this story. I know it's not an easy story to cover, but you did an, uh, have done an amazing job. And again, we thank you for your time this morning. Sounds great. Thanks for having me, guys. Have a good day. You too, Bob. Take care. Bob Herrig, ESPN.com on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.